In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From our daily readings yesterday, from the prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 66, God speaks, For I know their works and their thoughts. It shall be that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them, and those among them who escape I will send to the nations, to Tarshish, to Pool, to Lud, who draw the bow, to Tubal, to Javan, to the coastlands afar off, who have not heard my fame nor seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the Gentiles. This day this prophecy is fulfilled in many others. Today we celebrate salvation being opened by the love of God who came for the world to the Gentiles. It's the feast of Epiphany. Epiphany meaning the manifestation, the showing forth of God to all. And today the Magi come from the east, Gentiles from the east, who are led by a star to Bethlehem to worship the Savior they never knew who had come. And who are these Magi? Well, the Magi were certainly upper-class men from Persia. They were pagan priests, very important to that culture. Pagan priests specializing in astrology, the study of the stars, and the interpretation of dreams. These men were also skilled in philosophy, very learned men. The early church fathers tell us that these men were deeply religious pagan priest philosophers who collected wisdom from all the many religions all throughout the world. And the fathers also tell us these magi, they would have studied and been familiar with the prophecies of the coming Messiah to the people in Israel. One such as that of Isaiah who we heard, but also the prophet Balaam from Numbers chapter 24. The prophet Balaam, God spoke this, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. And these men who studied the star, they saw this star in the sky. Remember, they knew the stars with great knowledge. But this was a star that was unfamiliar to them. This was a star like they'd never seen before. And we remember, and then remembering these prophecies that they had studied, we see in our gospel reading from St. Matthew in chapter 2 their response. That star led them to Jerusalem where they began to ask around, Where is he who's been born king of the Jews? For we've seen his star in the east and come to worship him, and worship him they would. The star led them to Bethlehem, and then we hear this. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures... They presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These men who came such a distance following this star, they prostrated themselves before this little child, and they offered the most appropriate gifts for the one to whom they had been led. Gold, 
which is an offering fit for a king. Frankincense, which is incense fit to be offered before a god. And myrrh, used to anoint a body after death. These were the gifts that they gave as they worshipped him. Gifts that proclaimed the truth and reality that Jesus was the Savior come to save the souls of mankind. Based on this extraordinary narrative that we have, this reality of the Magi having Christ revealed to them in this way, what is it that we in truth are celebrating on this blessed feast day? That God's evangelism came for us. We're the Gentiles. That God's evangelism came to open the door to paradise to all of us and to all Gentiles. Even in our Lord's birth and young childhood, Gentiles were having salvation himself revealed to them. And we need to take note of something particular about the evangelism of God to all, and particularly the Gentiles today. It's this truth. God always knows how and when to sow the seed of truth into the heart of mankind and when and how to water it in due season so that it may grow. The early church fathers, uh, the early church missionaries, excuse me, they knew this all too well. As the early church missionaries went further and further away from Israel, they discovered something very interesting. Many of them spoke and wrote about this. That in every pagan people group they came across, they found what they called a seed of truth that God had planted within those pagan religions. All the seed needed was the watering of the Holy Spirit for the people's eyes to be open and for salvation himself, Jesus Christ, to be revealed to them and for them to embrace him. In other words, it's as if God had scattered these seeds all throughout the world already in anticipation for the manifestation of himself to them. Seeds just waiting for the Holy Spirit to guide the missionaries to those areas. And the seed of salvation would grow and blossom in the lives of those people. Can we not see this in the Epiphany story? What was the very foundation of the pagan religion of the Magi? It was the stars. The stars. And what does God use in the fullness of time and in his perfect wisdom to guide the Magi to himself for their salvation? But the very core of their religion, that seed of truth and faith, it would be a star. And the church has forever taught this. We hear this in many of our hymnology. Those who worship the stars were taught by a star to adore thee, O Christ our God. In every soul lost out there is a seed of faith waiting to be watered. This is why the greatest thing, the greatest responsibility we have, the greatest thing we can do regarding evangelism as God's priesthood of all believers is to pray to the God who manifests himself to souls. To keep ourselves in such communion with God through prayer and pray diligently for those who do not know him. Because only if we are a people of prayer will we know when God is leading us to one with the unwatered seed of truth now ready to be watered. Only if we are steeped in the communion of prayer will we hear the Holy Spirit lead us as to how that seed 
is to be watered. And only if God's people are praying will He lead those outside of the Ark of Salvation into this holy and sacred space where they will behold the King as the Magi beheld the King. And when they behold Him and when they experience Him, they will fall in worship and they will receive Him as their Savior. The result will be the same as with the Magi. Don't you see? This is precisely what God has been doing even in our midst in this parish. In this parish, and I thank God to say in many of our parishes in this great faith. Our Lord is showing how and when to water seeds. He's drawing souls in that they bow down and worship Him. Let us continue to be a people of prayer. His priesthood praying for those seeds to be watered. Because this is epiphany. God's revelation and manifestation to all of us, the Gentiles. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.